Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 72 of Our Weird Life. <laughs> My name's Jodie. My name's Jack. I feel like I've got a boob stuck. Oh, no. Get out of my chest. Get it out. You need a pat on the back. No, it's not coming. It's fine. Sorry, I thought I was about to cut into your intro. Like I, I, had, just this, I had this horrible fear of... Um, so, today... I've got a million thoughts running through my head right now. So, <laughs> today we went to um, Ochijuku, which is a really, really cute little... Um, Village. It's not a village. What is it, Jeff? Well, it used to be um, like a trading post in the Edo period of um, in Japan, and it was like an outpost that um, travelers would stop by at and they mm. would stay at. You know, because obviously the like area where we service. live is very rural, so like a service station. It's like it's you know it's the yeah. it's a retro. <laughs> it's retro. So they used to service walk, station. They'd be walking from like. I don't know where Hokkaido to Tokyo and they'd stop. Can you imagine having to walk that far? <laughs> in the snow as well. Oh. Uh, I imagine they had horses. But anyway, they would stay there and eat and have onsen or whatever. And they they refurbished or rebuilt the the place. Um but anyway, it's great for souvenirs. Um so we went and bought our family some Christmas presents. We did indeed. Um, well, but, you've ruined it now. <laughs> now they all know. Well, we didn't get Christmas presents. We got omiyage. Yes. Is it omiyage or omiyagi? Get. Get. Um, <laughs> get. Uh, get. <laughs> Which are like any anything that you buy, basically, that's just like little snacks and things. Hmm. Any gift from another place. But it does it have to be food? Because it's always food. Generally, I mean, there's there's not very much else that you would uh, you would give us that kind of gift. <clears> would you? It's just, it's always like a little gesture to show the person or people that you work with generally, yeah, or obviously friends and family um, that you've thought about them whilst you were on your trip. Yeah, so we just got some like little uh, traditional things that they have here. Some mm. um, some sweets and I don't know what else. I hope they like it. Yeah, various like forms of mochi. Also, we don't know what all of these things taste like. We've only had some of them <laughs> in, I feel like in that various is forms. Japanese food in a nutshell. Mm, yeah. The amount of things you look at it and go, well, I can't guess the taste of that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I smell of smoke now. Why? Have you taken up that terrible habit? No, because no. they had like a, a big fire pit where they cook the fish. Oh, yeah, so now you smell like charcoal. Yeah, but it's quite nice, actually. I feel... I love that smell. Because, do you know what it reminds me of? Bonfire night, which is my absolute favourite night of the year. Very true. My absolute favourite. What's your favourite smell? Uh, Sun smell. Sun smell? Sun smell. As in? The smell of the sun on your skin. Oh, it's a great smell, isn't it? You already knew that, though. My favourite smell. But I don't don't love the barbecue smell, but because now I have to wash my hair. I love the smell of that kind of smoke. I think it's great. Oh, do you? I'm. What's your favourite smell? Particularly fond of it. I like the smell of petrol. Ooh, you're not one of those, are you? I'm a gasoline. I don't. I don't quite <laughs> understand. Don't I like the smell of petrol. That. Um, so strong. I like the smell of tar or tarmac. Was, oh. I don't know if you call it something else somewhere else, but that's very common. You know, a lot. Of, a lot of people love like yeah. those. I love smells. smoky 
kind of burnt smells. That's I that, that gets my brain cells firing. I don't at all. I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> I like soft, subtle smells. Yeah. That's like our personalities locked into smells. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're dark and smoky and I'm subtle and soft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, no, I was going to say about the smell of... Yeah, the, I, I find that quite strange because, like, the smell of fire I kind of get because it's, like, natural and everything, but the smell of, like, petrol or, like, tar, it's all man-made... Yeah. So for me, all I smell is like chemical, toxic, like it doesn't smell good to me. It just smells like that would be really bad for you. Whereas when I smell like grass or like the sun smell or mm. like even a fire burning is like, it's natural. So it's like, I like those smells more. I can understand why you like fire, but smelling like chemicals, I don't understand that at all. It's funny you say that because I am not, What's the word? Adverse, averse, whatever the word is. I'm not against the smell of um, cigarettes and cigars. I don't. Mm. I don't mean the stale smell. That's awful. But the actual smell of smoke, I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me, and it, it does trigger a similar kind of thing in my brain. Like, oh, that doesn't smell bad. There's think, something in the smokiness that I like. Depends for me. On the smoking scenario. Right. If someone, you're standing outside and someone just lit a cigarette, I don't mind it so much. Yeah. Not really, but mm, it's okay. But if you walk into a room, like oh, the, the smoking section of a restaurant and yeah. there's stale smoke in the air, that that's is awful. Vile. Yeah, I agree. I hate that smell. The, and it, it's on your it, clothes. I'm talking about like freshly lit. Yeah, I kind of understand that. That smell, I actually quite like the smell of that. It's but again, isn't right. that just the fire part? Maybe. Well, I don't know. I think it's also the smell of burning tobacco too, that I don't mind. Honestly, I thought the word was Tabasco. And I was like, whoa, Jack said tobacco? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Tabasco. I love Tabasco. That's you drinking, eating... can't speak. Since drink, I've come to eating. Japan, my, the amount of spice that I've eaten, ironically, has gone up. We do eat a lot of spicy things. We were talking about this yesterday. Why? Why? It's another thing I don't understand. Do you <laughs> spicy food? Well, okay. You don't like spicy food. I think I'm just a very sensitive being all around. Just any extreme of anything. When you eat spice, no, thank you. <laughs> what do you feel that makes you? What's your instant reaction to happiness? <laughs> Miserable Sadness and misery Yes pure really? misery. Yeah it just annoys me I know you're not fond of, fond of it It annoys me I'm like ow Does now it annoy you more than zombies? <laughs> <laughs> zombies don't annoy me zombies. They're just not They're not scary <laughs> That'd be quite funny If there's like a zombie Cooking up a storm <laughs> <laughs> Chef zombie Do you want spice? <laughs> no thank you Zombie um, um, Yeah so you You just really dislike that feeling yeah i just don't like pain see that's not true actually i don't mind pain (laughs) well (laughs) (laughs) no i mean like you know like an injection or like if you work out really hard not like don't don't like slap me i'm not that on about that kind of pain there is a level of sadism though in in working out we are jumping from topic to topic today. That's, that's is, what a good conversation crazy. is about. So spicy gets get back to spicy. All right, fine. I don't like it when my face burns. End of story. No, you I don't, don't taste anything. It just burns. I don't get it at all. 
I think it's a tolerance thing. No, because I think I'm very tolerant of pain. Not of spice. I just don't like it. You are spice intolerant. Do you know what it is <laughs> as well? I think, I think if something requires pain, <laughs> yes. like an uh, injection, for example, or like when we go snowboarding, it's kind of painful, but I want to do it. Like, like you have to go through the pain. Yeah. But to eat food, no, I don't have to go through pain. You know what? What I think this comes down to is go ahead. Say I'm sensitive again. Differences in <laughs> no, like actual differences in taste buds. Oh yeah, without a shadow. Because a lot of people eat spice and they taste what you taste, which is nothing but pain. Mm. They don't actually taste something. Do you know what I mean? Whereas a lot of other people eat spice and they actually have a taste to associate with it. It's not just a sensation. It's like a that same smoky or maybe it's sort of peppery kind of taste mm. to it. Or do you know what I mean? I would understand it more if that was the case for me. So that's what I taste when I taste spice. But I don't. So like Tabasco, for example. Yeah. When I taste that, I taste peppers. No, I, to me, it's just. It like burns. But that makes sense why you wouldn't like it and why I do like it, right? And the aftertaste too, it's like... Oh, I love it. If you've never tried, by the way, Tabasco with pasta and mayonnaise. Oh, what a combo. (laughs) That is a combo. That's funny. Or cheese and pickles. I had that the other day with Tabasco and tomato sauce. Oh, my gosh. We are living in the real world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not opposed to flavours of things. I like flavourful things. I think if you taste something and it hasn't got a flavour, it's just painful, then why would you like it? That makes sense. Mm. But I do taste something. But I don't, you know. There's a limit, though. I know there's some things which are just, you know, they're made purely to be painful when you eat them. So before we started talking about smell. Yes. What I was going to say is that we... There's too many segues. Yeah, there's loads. I love segues. It's just imagine like a car parking lot and you're trying to walk. You're trying to walk in a straight line. Yeah. And this Segway comes flying through that. Oh, it comes a Segway. I did that earlier on. Like an actual Segway. You know, those bike things. Yeah. With the wheels. I drove to the drugstore. I turned left into the car park. Went after the right. I went straight over all the spaces. Proper Segway in the car park. No, no. I'm on about you trying to walk in a straight line. And all these Segways keep coming in front of you. Uh, I think isn't that what makes life interesting though, Segways. No, but I'm annoyed, annoyed now because I need to get back to this original point. <laughs> I'm going to keep talking to them. <laughs> just going to keep talking over, so over each other. The segway's lost. Anyways, yes, let's go back to the segway. So my point choice. is that we we bought some things for our family to try and we were kind of giggling on the way home, like they probably won't like any of these things, but never mind. Because, you know, why would they? We've, we've, we've been here three years, um, nearly four and we eat these things quite often and we get gifted them a lot as well. Yeah. They've never eaten them ever. So they're, they're going to have that for their first experience like we had. I remember eating red bean paste for the first time and thinking, that is vile. <laughs> and now I love it. I absolutely love it. But anyway, another segue. Oh, my gosh, that wasn't even you my see, original point. You're going to go me for so segues. My... <laughs> you're, you're creating segues. My original point is... Jody's I think we're overtired, guys. Segways. I think we're overtired. I think that's what's happening. I'm feeling good. No, but this is the point. I think we're very sleepy, so we're just talking a lot, you know, to get through. Not that get through it like it's a painful thing. I just mean like... (laughs) This endeavour of talking. I am worried about my family's 
my family's my family members choking on mochi. Yeah, that's a serious concern, isn't it? Because mochi is incredibly dry plus sticky. It's a well, strange combination of two uh, textures. This is the thing. So mochi is very, very sticky and they, they cover it in like powder, um, kind of like a flour, so it doesn't stick to your mouth, like stick to the roof of your mouth. So once you all the powder's gone, so imagine you put it in your mouth in saliva and stuff, it becomes very sticky. Gluey and gluey, yeah. yeah. So if you swallow this and then you're like, "Oh no, I'm choking," and you drink water, it will wash all the powder away <laughs> and leave you with a ball of sticky, goopy stuff in your throat. Which it's quite lethal, isn't it? Really. So apparently, because mochi is very popular to eat around New Year, and a lot of children end up choking on it. So the ambulances actually have like hoovers uh-huh. in the in the ambulance like mochi hoovers you literally mochi hoovers <laughs> and they suck the they suck the mochi out of the the kids throats because there's no other way you have to physically pull it out that makes sense doesn't it because i mean even when it you eat that stuff and it gets stuck to the roof of your mouth and it's covered in powder it's there it's there a long time isn't so it? imagine just dipping that in water It'd be so sticky Anyway, so last year I sent some, <laughs> I sent something home, and I thought it was mochi, but it wasn't. And I, I was, I put all the warnings in place. I was terrified yeah. um, that, like, <laughs> our relatives' children, like our relatives' like kids, that they would choke on this, and they were like, "Oh, it wasn't even." I think it was like marzipan. I was like, "Oh no, that's not going to taste good." It's like that's not what I meant to send you. It's like I was supposed to send you mochi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was terrified that they would choke on it, is the story. That was it. You sound so tired. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I'm quite enjoying my mellow voice. Okay, well... I'm quite enjoying talking at this volume. Yeah. It's enjoyable for me, yeah, I feel very comfortable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I sound really miserable, <laughs> but I'm really comfortable. Anyway, if someone sends you mochi or you buy mochi, then... For God's sake, be careful because it is quite uh, it's quite dangerous. Or it can be. I had the best. It wasn't a mochi. It was like, what's it? I want to say manju. Manju, yeah. Mm. And it had, it was like crispy on the outside. And oh. it had, you had one? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. It looks like a mini Christmas pudding. Yes, but it was crispy. But it's just really, it's nice. Oh, like Christmas gosh, pudding sucks. So it's so good. bad. And the inside was red bean paste. I'd like to get some of those, but the shop that sells them is really far away. Mm. They were mm. they were nice actually. They were really good. Yeah, Manju's. How would you explain that? It's like actually, a cakey kind of thing that's got uh, a filling. Uh, yeah, because I looked the other day because oh, just whacked the table. It doesn't matter. I looked the other day because people always ask me like, "Oh, have you tried Manju?" And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I've tried it. I think we've tried it in various um, forms. But then I, <laughs> but then I had a look online. I'm like, which one of these things? Because you get lots of little like circular type cakey sweet things, and they're all, mm. you know, like mochi or different things. And I was like, which one is manju? Because people always ask me, have you ever tried manju? So. It's just a traditional Japanese confectory, one of many varieties of manju. Most have an outside made of flour, rice powder, 
kudzu and buckwheat and a filling of anko, usually made from boiled azuki beans and sugar. Yeah. So I've, like, also there's chestnut jam. Some of them might have chestnut jam. So you've so definitely eaten manju. I've right? eaten many, many, many different manju. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't realise. Yeah. I didn't realise that's what they were called. Well, I thought it is, was a specific type of, like, like I... Th- we said before, right, that, that people bring gomiago back from trips and stuff. That's one of the most common things to receive, so you've probably eaten it many times but just not realised, you know, it was specifically that. I have eaten I think it it's, like a, it's a category, a collective of a kind of dessert, you know, mm-hmm. a, a sweet, might I say. Um, anyway. I, f- I found a news article today that kind of blew my mind. Um, Ooh. And the the headline was, my hand was saved by stitching it to my chest. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Did you hear the story? Because, I mean, it was only mm. three hours ago that it was posted oh. on this thing. But No, maybe it's something else. Um, it may be something else, and I think I maybe know what you're about to say. Go ahead. Uh, this guy named Martin Shaw, was, his hand was severely injured when his car skidded and crashed. Uh, in Leicestershire in the UK. And basically, his hand went through the windshield, mm-hmm. his car flipped, his hand went through the windshield and it just like took off the vast majority of the top half of his hand. And so what they did was they used this old wartime technique, which I've never heard of before, was where they, in the chest, they make a, like a cut, an incision, mm-hmm. and they lift up the top part of the skin they put the hand underneath and then sew the skin on top of it and they what? leave it there until it restores blood flow into the hand. And it basically just regrows. Then they take it off and it's it's like you've got part of, you know, most of a hand back. Wait, 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 wait. You, the hand... <clears throat> wait, sorry, what? They don't, the hand's not chopped off? No, no, so it heat... Oh. It's called degloving. I thought the hand was chopped off. No, no, no. So the bones are still there. The bones are broken. Ew, ew, ew. So that means you can feel your... You can feel the inside of your skin (sighs) with your hand. It would be on, like, the muscle part, I suppose. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to throw up. But what blew my mind... So it's like having your hand under your skin. I mean, kind of. So you could, like, literally squeeze it if you wanted to and feel all the muscles and stuff. I mean, maybe, but I don't think he had much... He didn't really have sensation in his hand to be able to to do the Oh, my God, move on. I didn't choose this story because it was disgusting. I picked it because I thought it was incredible. I mean, that is incredible, but... But what's more incredible is that this was a wartime technique. This isn't modern medicine. This was done in World War One, World War Two to save people's hands. Don't you think that's, like, mind-blowing? Yes, that's why I'm not talking. Who comes up with that? My mind is blown. Who comes up with that concept? I know. We'll make an incision in the chest and put the hand there (laughs) like a sandwich (laughs) and just let it... Do you think you can regrow anything like that? Well... Your um, ears or something? I don't know. Your ears are a bit weird, aren't they? Because that's like more... That's cartilage rather than... Because um, you, you, you... Flesh. Your arms are like you know they're long, so you can move them around. Be like, oh, put them, put one on my back, or put one on my chest. Or, but like with you, your, mean like grow an ear on it, huh? What are you on about? Like no, because you said the skin came off, didn't you? Yes, of his hand. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I'm saying, like, how would you sew your ear underneath your skin? Because you can't, like, extend it and put it in your chest, can you? No, I suppose not. Yeah, yeah. You, you mean, like, your arm, you, it's got yeah, a lot of movement, like you, yeah. Yeah, and your legs too, but, That's like, true. you know, like, if you... I guess you probably couldn't do it with, with that, could you? They'd probably have to make a, a fake one, I suppose, some kind of... But cone, I'm saying, like, shaped. if you could put it under the skin, would yes. it work? Would it work with any part of your body? Mm. Like your nose. I don't you know, know what I mean? Like, would the technique still work if you could get that part of your body under your skin? Is what I mean. Maybe you could do it with your your foot would work, wouldn't it? Because you could get your foot. Let's say you've you've had the same kind of accident where loads of part of your foot has been, you know, taken off, but the bones are still there. You could have your foot sewn into like your leg. The top half of your the leg or something. No, but something. that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but with your arms and legs, you can do it. Mm. But what about like your ear and your nose? I don't think so. You can't really put it anywhere, can you? That's like, what I'm saying. If you could, yeah. If you could, <laughs> would it would it grow back? I don't think your ear would. Why? Because it's, you're touching my foot, and that's freaking me out. Because it's cartilage. <laughs> I should explain, we're sat underneath a kutatu, which is a heated table. And there's not enough room. There's not enough room. There's Jenny's not enough room at all this the table. Space. Excuse me. <laughs> I've got one leg off to the I've right. Got massive legs. What do you look, want from Look me? into the table. Can't see anything. It's really dark. <laughs> you should look where my legs are and take you and eat your words, mister. Where are they? Exactly. Where are they? <laughs> Here he is shouting at me, and I'm not even under the table. I've got one off to the right here. Yeah. And the other one's underneath. Well, no need to do that. You can bring it into the fold, into the centre. Really? Did everyone hear that? You does can that sew sound your leg like, onto my chest. Does that sound like he wants me to be under the table? He literally just said, I'm taking up all the table. I don't think that any would work, because I don't think you can regrow cartilage. I don't think you can regrow cartilage. I think you can... <laughs> Get the blood flow back to yeah, a hand or a foot, but I don't think it's going to Are you going to cut that out? Is that why you changed the subject? No. Oh. I'm just getting back. I'm, you're segueing off a segue. I am segueing. <laughs> carry on, carry on, carry on. It's an interesting story. Um, just don't kick me. As for an ear, I don't know. Nose. Uh, I think it would. If you could, If you could put it under the skin somehow, I think it would. I just got sorry. I know it's probably not very funny, but I've just got this image of having like your head attached to the chest part, like in the same point, like mm, tucked over with your ear. Yeah, that'd be well. That would be very convenient, to would it? Have you um, hit your head, Jack? You've got a lump on the middle of your head. No, it's a massive spot. Oh, is that why you said it burnt earlier? No, for some reason earlier on, when I what did I do? I laughed or something, and my scalp just started tingling, like it was on fire. It's all right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worrying at all I must apologise, this is a bit of a weird episode But nevertheless We're talking about um, Having your hands stitched to your chest <gasps> I apologise, that was very loud Oh, whose phone's going off now, Jack? Sorry, anyway this Reading this article led me to Want to find out if there were any other like really we... weird procedures that are done. That's a great idea, but can I find out what happened to this guy first? Oh, he's great. I'll show you. I want to see... There's his new hand, or part of his new hand. Ew. 
It's very pale, isn't Sorry, it? Sorry, I don't mean to say ooh, that's really rude. Yeah, don't ooh at him. I just don't understand what, what what's going on. Can you show me properly? You, okay, not... let's see if we can hear the video <laughs> through this. I can't see. So he was severely injured when his car skidded in wet weather. I hit the, the curb head on uh, and the car kind of flipped. And as I saw the ground getting closer to my head, uh, I put my hand up to like guard my head. Mm. As you like do. The, the window kind of grabbed my hand and pulled it out the window. Oh gosh, and I watched that's so break. scary. Oh. Oh, so it's attached to his chest. It's not under his chest. Operation. It was popularised during the, the First and Second World Wars. He had degloved a lot of the muscle in his hand. He'd lost a lot of the soft tissue. He'd fractured a lot of the bones in his hand. And we were actually really worried that he might well lose his hand. I'm going to destroy the Martin's surgery involved taking a piece of skin from his chest and lifting that up, burying his hand... <laughs> Can you just pause it a sec? <laughs> this guy, lovely voice, by the way, very soothing voice, but he's doing the example with his tie. <laughs> can we just... Can we just take a moment? He made a pretend incision around his tie, <laughs> lifted up the tie, put his hand underneath the tie. He's like, just like this. This is a medical <laughs> professional. It's like... Well, that is so, so just as that I is said, utterly it was British, that is. The, is it not? It really is. Uh, like, let me show you with my let tie. Let me show you this example using my tie. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that's funny. That's made me laugh. And, and it's pink as well. This and freeing his hand from his chest. <laughs> what if he didn't have that tie on? Do you think he planned to do that example? See that? Five weeks, that's all it took. I wiggle my fingers somewhat um, and I can't really move my Percentages of a millimeter at the moment, but it's. it's I wonder if it'll ever come back. I'm a bit confused. Like, it looks like he's had another piece of skin sewn onto it. (gasps) So now he's just got this rectangular. So the rectangular part is sewn onto his hand. Yeah, and they so, cut it out of the hand. So they cut it off as a uh, flap. They attached his hand underneath it and it regrew onto it. Then they cut it off with, you know, so the hand has now got a new top layer of flesh. Oh, of skin. Okay, I didn't get that. But I like, thought they, how, I thought they like took it out. But no, the skin grows. Like over the top of the wound. That's crazy. It's mad. But amazing. But yeah, absolutely. But... It just also, I apologise for saying ooh, that was really rude. It just freaks me out a little bit. Well, it's, you can say ooh. It's like, I don't I think say he, ooh, that's not yeah, very but nice. He probably said ooh as well, because it was... <laughs> like, his hand was pretty much ripped off. It's, it's ooh. <laughs> I think he's more than ooh, Jack. <laughs> ew. Like you say, you saw his own arm break. Oh, God, that's bad enough. <laughs> he would say so much more than ooh. I remember seeing... Oh, that, gosh, why are we laughing at this? Oh, no, dear me. I remember seeing... Um, <laughs> I'm in a weird mood today. You know those cautionary videos that you get uh, in the workplace <laughs> and they, they warn you about all the terrible dangers of, of mm. where you work I saw some really bad ones through a, <laughs> through a previous job at degloving mm. it's just horrific But it used they show you 
They sh- yeah, they do. Ew, they show. So I keep saying ew. they don't encourage people to um, workers to wear rings because mm. often they, they get Rip caught it. in machines mm. and they just take off the. This is gruesome. It was pretty gruesome, wasn't it? Episode in general, yeah. You know, we're just balancing out that holiday cheer with a bit of surgery. If anything, it will, this is a nice reminder to keep safe during these winter weather. Precisely, because Rainy he was obviously he wet driving in his car. Hopefully he wasn't driving too fast. Mm. But he skidded nonetheless. And um, A friend of mine, happened. well, a girl I know, actually, I met her one time. She had a very interesting story and she was... She was driving just on the motorway, I think, mm. and there was black ice under the bridge. Oh, no. And her car flipped, and she was in a coma for a long time. That's and rough. And she, um, her two front teeth went through, like, bit her, lip, her bottom lip off. Oh, my Lord. I know. That's awful. Young girl as well. Yeah. Like, 18. But, yeah, she, she said, like... You know, she's just thankful to be alive. I'm not surprised. And yeah, she was in a coma. What? A I'd never met anyone that had been in a coma, and someone so young as well. It was really interesting to talk to her about it. Yeah. Did she? Um, did she tell you about it? The experience. Like, did she know anything was going on? Like, you know, when you're in a coma, she are you said, totally? Oh, then yeah, no. She's a, it's like being your asleep. mind is just not there. Yeah. yeah. You just don't know anything. She said it was like you just woke up and the last thing she remembers was being in the car. But imagine being told that you've yeah. been in a coma for that long. Mm. That would take you so long to even get your head around. And she said like the whole thing felt like it was in slow-mo. Yeah. The accident itself. And then she just didn't remember anything. She was completely black, blacked out. Wow. Yeah. Terrible. Mm. It must take a long time to get over anything like that, you know. Oh, gosh. I can't Very psychologically... Imagine. Scarring. Mm. And then to go through all the surgery as well and have, like, permanent injuries or permanent scars, it's just mm. never leaves you. you change your life forever. Yeah, and then after the the surgeries, like, that guy there, all the physiotherapy, which mm. is extremely painful and, yeah. And then even after that, like, you'll, you'd never be quite be the same again, you know. Very true. Please be safe, everyone, this Christmas. Yeah, take it easy. Driving in the snow, it's really scary, and just be careful. Don't do anything silly, you know. I, obviously, um, sometimes it can't it can't be helped with the weather, but just be cautious. Yeah. Scary. Um, so after seeing that guy's story, mm-hmm. I wanted to see if there were any other very unusual surgeries that happen on a regular basis, um, and I found a few. Oh, yay. <laughs> the first one is called rotation plasty. Oh, no. And it's where an ankle is turned into a knee. Okay. Yeah. So it's an extraordinary form of reconstructive surgery that enables the ankle to be used as a knee joint. Because it's both flex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the procedure involves the surgical removal of the bottom of the femur, the knee, and the upper tibia. The lower part of the leg is then rotated 180 degrees and attached to the thigh. Wow. Put simply, the foot is attached to the knee backwards. And once a prosthesis is fitted, (coughs) the ankle of the foot functions as a knee. So rotation plasty is most commonly performed in children who have, um, like, malignant bone tumours. Oh. 
um, near the knee that have not responded to other treatments. So it allows them to have a functioning knee. Mm. Incredible. I guess they can't give a child a knee replacement necessarily because um, they're still growing, right? I suppose so. So maybe they couldn't give them like a fake knee because they'd have to just keep replacing it. Yeah, so maybe they have I, I guess to... they'd have to take out so much of the the area of the knee that there wouldn't be enough left anyway, would there? They would literally have to remove the knee effectively. Mm. But it wouldn't grow with the child, whereas... No. I guess the foot bone would, maybe. I don't know. You can't even get your head around it, can you? No, it's... These, these concepts are just... It's weird to think about your bones growing. Have you ever thought about that? I have. Like when you grow it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it, when you think about it? No. Like, like yeah, your so... bones, like, stretch. Because mm. I always think of bones as just, they're just there. They just yeah. are. Like they were always that shape yeah. kind of thing. and they're hard and they don't move. But your skin yeah. and stuff, like, and your flesh, and depending on what you eat, you can put on weight and lose weight. But your bones are like the structure of your body. They don't move or grow. But I don't think I've ever even thought about it until this exact moment that you, like... Actually don't, do you? Because you come to just... Grow. Like, you know, you touch your fingers and they're, they're slightly hard because their bones are in there and that's the way you come to... But these are the same bones that... When you were like literally <laughs> so tiny, yeah, that's so weird to think about. I always find They're that strange longer. when I think about um, <laughs> just longer <laughs> a newborn baby. Yeah, you know, all the the bones in their head and their skull mm-hmm. are very soft. Yeah, that's a strange thought too because yeah, just tap on the top of your head now and it's like yeah, that's pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> that has gone through together. so much transformation just to get to where you are now. Did you ever do stupid things that when you were little, like hit your head really hard? Many times, yeah. And like, just to see what would happen. Not like by accident, like oh. just to see what would happen. Or like, uh, probably. oh my God, you know, the worst pain when you're a kid is like banging heads with another kid. Oh, that really does hurt, doesn't it? It really hurts. And it's like, it's I- just it was so annoying when it happens, but it happens all the time when you're a kid. <laughs> it really does. Or grazing your knee, you know, falling like, over oh, your knee. Oh, they've bonked heads. They would say bonked, don't they? Yeah. Oh, they've bonked heads. <laughs> oh, you bonked your head. You're right. <laughs> you bonked your head. <laughs> uh, graze your knee. Yeah, that's another one. Well, even more than grazing, you know, when it really slams off a slab or concrete really hard. Yeah. And you hear like the. <laughs> this whole, this like <laughs> this really weird echoey kind of thing. Hmm. That used to hurt so bad. So back to the question: Did you ever, like, purposely like bash your head off the table, or probably? I mean, I don't yeah. recall a specific incident, but you do silly things like that when you're a kid, don't you? Mm. You just like, I wonder if this hurts, and then whack, and then see what happens. Yeah, I definitely did that a few times. Well, you know, um, <laughs> I always used to remember seeing kids that would like turn their eyelids inside out. And they turn around yeah. and be like, look at me, I am a, I could never a do monster. That. I'm a monster. <laughs> I could never do that. Well, I tried to do it when someone was blinding myself. <laughs> it feels so bad. You turn it inside out and you're like, oh! <laughs> Never going to come back. You were, you were a naughty kid, weren't you? I was... Um, At school. I was very laughy and chatty as a kid. I, I, was, I just I wasn't naughty. That. I was just... Um, I don't, what's the word for that? Uh, distracted cheeky? oh maybe are you cheeky uh, i just can't imagine it like 
Because I see photos of Jack when he was a little boy and you're just so funny. Like you're pulling, not that you're not funny now, you're funny. <laughs> but like, <laughs> let, me get, let me finish my point. You've become so bland. No, 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 you're not. You're really funny. But like, <coughs> like you're always like pulling faces or doing something silly. Like you look like you have a really loud personality. Mm. Like you're a loud child. Yeah. But like... When I met you in secondary school, you were, like, one of, if not the quietest, like, most mysterious person. Like, you were not loud at all. You just got on with what you got on with and went home. Like, I never... And we were good friends, like, but when I first met you, you were so quiet and mysterious. Like, I I cannot even... The person that I see when you were a kid, I'm like, who is that? I don't even recognise that person. It's really strange. I'm not sure I do, actually. Um... But now, now I kind of do. Now that you're like I'm with you, and we we silly all the time. We do silly things like that all yeah. the time. But yeah. but like that's after knowing me for a while. Hmm. I can't imagine that little boy just like like if I'd have, the person I met at school. Hmm. Like I can't imagine that person just going into a room and being like, "Wah!" Yeah, but, but I don't, th- that's not how I was. Really? Oh, okay. I think I was just... Because in pictures of you, that's what you look like. Like, all I recall from being in... What's your first school that you go to? Not nursery, like after Primary that. school? Infant school, is it, or something? Reception. After reception. Infant. Whatever that is, yeah. Infants, I think it is. All I remember is just laughing the entire time. I don't remember actually learning anything. I just remember laughing and talking when I wasn't supposed to. I talked so much. Really? Yeah, I, was, I, I talked. I just can't imagine that, though. Well, you changed, don't you? You're not Who the same. Who did you talk to? My friend. <laughs> what, you had many, did you have a lot of friends? No, I just had one really good friend. Oh. Yeah. Were you, like, popular at primary school? I was, I was, like, middle-of-the-road person. Really? Yeah. I was, I, I was, being quite popular. I wasn't popular and I wasn't unpopular. Mm. I floated... In the middle of that of the both crowds, I think I was like that in secondary school, mm. in like high school. But in primary school, I was I was very very shy, yeah. but I was popular. Right, like people like always wanted to talk to me or be around me. Mm. But like I was very shy, so I'd be like, oh. but yeah. like I was like I was also very friendly, so I was like friends with everybody. Yeah, I. Th- but in secondary school, I just, I went very, very into that. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. You sort of, you, take, you, a, do, yeah. you take a big change, don't you? So I mm. started off and I was I was very like my mum. But my mum is very extroverted and kind of, you know, she's just, she's bubbly and bouncing, you know, she's that kind of personality. Mm-hmm. And then, but my dad is much more quiet and reserved. And that's, right. that's who I blended into. And then gradually, now I'm like this. You're like a perfect blend. I'm like this amalgamation of, <laughs> you know. Reserved madness. Ah, <laughs> yeah. that's nice. So that is nice. I think that's quite normal, though. In in, in all kids, mm. like for example, now we teach kids, and literally from one year to the next. Oh gosh, they change. They so go from much. being these, like sometimes they're wonderful kids. Yeah, they're really lovely and they're really chatty. Mm. And then the next year, it's like, where's your soul gone? What happened? Yeah, they just don't happened? talk anymore. It's yeah. really weird. Or vice versa. But it, it yeah. tends to be the other way, really. Mm-hmm. Get more insular, I think. It's weird that I don't remember... I don't 
I don't think I knew that that had happened or remember that happening. I don't think anyone does, do they? It's but a very I think slow it transition. Is, but you say that, but it's not. It's mm. very dramatic. Like, especially, like, like, I've noticed it here. They'll literally, like, it'll be, like, a week or something mm. and suddenly all the kids are different. They just like just from moving up into the next year, they're just like. Do you think it's something contagious? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, it's called puberty. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So all your chemicals are are really changing your body, but do you think that there's a something in the air that changes between people of a certain age? Mm, Do you know what I mean? Where they like pheromones. So, for example, maybe that, or you start to see very small changes in your friend, Mm. and that affects something in your biochemistry that's like, oh, I yeah. feel a bit different than I did before. And then they start changing a bit more and you all start, do you know what I mean? There's like I this collective so. changing happen. mentality thing that goes on. Yeah, I think so. Because as well at that age, you don't realise that like some days you can just be sad hmm. and you don't know why. Yeah, true. And that's just part of being like a teenager and your hormones are all <laughs> over the place and but you being sad someone might take offense to that like you were the friend and they'll be like oh are you miserable and, and make them miserable and it can be a knock-on effect like that i think true if that's what you mean i've just noticed the time whoa flew by flew by see chatty mcgee's over you know here. what that is segways for you Segways create. I'd love, to, I'd love to actually count how many times we change subject. In several this. segways. In fact, I'm going to put that in the title. Segways is going to be in the title this week. I wonder how many, how many operation things you wanted to talk about because you spoke about. I had one. five. I talked about <laughs> one. <laughs> well, it's getting close to Christmas, Jack. It is indeed. We Very are exciting. We're in the run up. We are in the 12 days of Christmas, my what friend, I've got to me. <laughs> anyway, shall we end it there? Yes, I think we should end it there. Okay. Thank you once again for joining us this week's episode of Our Weird Life. Um, I think this week is actually... Oh, it's Jodie's turn for a revelatory statement. You haven't fin- you haven't done all the thingy, my bobs? I haven't finished yet. Oh. I'm about to segue. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> segue away. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Our Weird Life Pod. Become part of the Owl Commune. Tweeting. Tweeting. <laughs> we post new podcast every, every episodes every Sunday at six pm Japan Standard Time. Um, and right now, the best thing you can do. To support the channel is to recommend us to friends and family and, you know, anyone you think would be, like, listening to our nonsense every week, <laughs> our segues. <clears throat> anyway, with that, Jodie has had plenty of time to come up with a revelatory statement. Jodie, what have you got for us this week? Well, we were just talking about teenagers, right? So if you happen to be a teenager and you're listening to this and you happen to be listening to this, oh, you just touched my foot again, made me feel weird. Um, I just want you to know that don't worry about anything at the moment because, like, no one understands... You feel like no one understands you and they don't and that's because they, if they're an adult they probably don't remember what it feels like 
to go through all that. I know that it's slowly fading away for me. I don't really remember what it feels like to be a teenager and how confusing and complicated that was and things that I thought were, like, detrimental, like, oh, my God, if this person doesn't have a crush on me, my life's going to end, kind of that wasn't really that but you know it's an example hmm. um you know everything feels like a lot and it feels so i just want you to know that just you're a pokemon right and you're in the middle form you're not in your final <laughs> form yet <laughs> you know what i mean okay how, how do you how do you say that evolution one? evolution yeah. yeah you're in your middle one is there a name for that the middle evolution just a second second evolution yeah, yeah. You're in your second stage. Second set, stage. Of right? Yeah. So, like, you got your Charmander, you got your... Charmeleon. Charmeleon, and you've got your Charizard. Everyone likes Charmander. Everyone loves Charizard. No one really likes Charmeleon. That sucks. Right? <laughs> and you don't really like Charmeleon. You're like, what am I? Am I Am I a Charizard? Am I a dragon? Am I a Charmeleon? Am I a lizard? Am I a fire lizard? Huh? You don't really know how you feel about yourself at that stage and you don't really yeah. like yourself and you feel like people don't really like you either. And they will. You just have to grow into yourself. You so just have to get to your to final evolution. Right? You just have to evolve. And yeah. and that bit is the hardest bit. And just know that people do like you and you you are going to be okay and you will eventually like yourself. You just have to get over this stage. You just have to fully form into a, tra- into a Charizard. <laughs> I'm loving that Pokemon analogy, Joe. I saw Jack's face light up as soon as I said the Pokemon reference. So. And many listeners, I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that makes sense anyway. No, it does. It's, it's, that's very good advice. Being a teenager is a, that's a tough period of time. And you're right, as you get to an adult, like we're, I'm in my 30s, you're heading mm. towards it, you forget. Oh, I'm a Charizard now. Yeah. And I'm very happy about it. Fully fledged Charizard. I can't really remember what that feels like, yeah. Yeah, just a blurry moment in time, right? Very confusing. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week, and we will see you next week. Gambate. With a brand new episode. Gambate. (laughs) Gambate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.